And just like that, David appeared in Kentucky. In the dungeon. In the dungeon. The basement studio. Don't be scared. We will name it whatever for the right price. Yeah. This could be the uh, McDonald's studio. <laughs> I just hit. I've got a, a boom stand now or a mic boom. Yeah, you hit the, it like a little spring on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we just came back from Sawstone Brewery. I took David to my hometown of Moorhead, Kentucky. Underwhelming. Kicked a 68-yard field goal. At Jane Stadium. Jane Stadium. David did not know NFL great Phil Sims played at Moorhead State. Yeah, I did not know that he was Kentucky's favorite son. Is he? I don't know if he's from Kentucky. I don't know either. Him and Jared Lorenzen are the two best quarterbacks to come out of Kentucky. And Tim Couch. Johnny Unitas. Yeah. Those four. Yeah. <laughs> One of those guys. Two of those guys are not like the others. Yeah. So we went there, went to Sawstone. We've talked about Sawstone here, but, you know, it's odd that one of one of these places is right in my backyard, the only brewery in Moorhead, Kentucky. Well, and, you know, it was sort of on my radar a little bit because you talked, we talked about it, I think, maybe in the first or second episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, of course, they've been in the news a lot recently with the Stone, not, not lawsuit, but, you know, attempted cancellation of their uh trademark trademark for the word stone stone of course is back in the news now uh suing a uh vodka maker that has the name stone holy i think holy stone holy stone and their name so yeah it's it's interesting so we you know we went there we supported them uh you know we you told me a little bit about their about their background good mm-hmm. you know really good beer and beers that that ran the gamut um from you know IPAs, they had a stout, they had a porter, Berliner Weiss. Um, yeah, so that's, I was on our way, I looked at their website and was looking at the beers. I was like, yeah. what beer is this? It's almost clear. And that's a Berliner Weiss? Yes. So it's a, a weeded sour beer, basically, a, you know, low ABV. I think theirs is like 3.4% or 4%, something like that. So. so it's like the CBD oil of beer. Yeah. Exactly. Like there's, no, there's no THC. In there's it. no real beer in here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the beer that I, you know, I want to, because we're going to talk more about bourbon in this episode, so I wanted to give them a shout out. The specific beer, I think the one that stood out to me was their Kentucky Common, um, and which is a basically like a dark cream ale, um, a style that's been around since the 1800s and super malty, uh, really good. You know, one of the darker uh, common ales that I've seen. Um, but everything good. I had I was good. Yeah, everything I've had was good, or everything I had there was good. But that that was the one that stuck out. And sometimes just the simplicity in beer um, is kind of the fun, the fun part of it. And it's a you know a little what bit. What did of re- you get originally? What was the? F- we both went in there and got a, a just a beer before David got. A yeah, flag. the first one I had was a cream ale, cream which ale. is a yeah an ale with like um, usually they have corn in them, and theirs had tastes like it had a little bit of corn in it. So that one was good too. Um, Again, just a nice light drinking beer, um, but the the one again that stood out to me was the common ale, nice dark malty beer. As we head into the fall, I know you're not ready for fall yet, but no. As we head into the fall, I'm ready for fall beers. I love like malty, just you know. Sitting How long outside have, you been, and, have you been drinking fall beers though? Uh, I mean, since I August first. Yeah, since basically since August first. I thought you meant like how many years? Oh no, no, no. Yeah. I just meant like for this season. A couple of weeks already. Basically. The calendar turns August. I start drinking like Oktoberfest beers, 
I had had a couple pumpkin beers so far. Um, Tiny House Brewing's pumpkin beer. That we yeah, I had about. one. Yeah, from last year that I, I brewed. Um, brewed last weekend the brown ale, and I, I don't know if we can spoil it. So for um, we are going to have our own beer, beers and beards brown ale, brewed by yours truly. Mm-hmm. I brewed for. I uh, did. I did nothing <laughs> in this process. Brewed for my uh, my brother in law Joe had a, a bachelor party last weekend. And the most beer, people go to strip clubs or like a casino. Y'all brewed beer. Yeah. In the pandemic. It's very wholesome. Yeah. In the pandemic, uh, you know, it, and it was very low key and just hang out and drinking all day. It was nice. You know, we had some good food, good, you know, brewing some beer, drinking some beer. Um, and the thing that I, you know, I, I kind of hinted at it a few weeks ago and I was going to have this beer, um, on the show today and I forgot to bring it, but, um, is new Glarus spotted cow. So I, the names of these beers. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to be creative. A, yeah. Like a farmhouse cream ale uh, from New Glarus in Wisconsin. You can only get it in Wisconsin. Um, How'd you get it? I did a beer trade with someone and did like a ship. And, I, and you know, shipped the beer from someone shipped it to me. And I traded some Cincinnati beer for some Wisconsin beer. So, But the whole idea of the original, you know, the original thing, Joe's favorite style is cream ales. And I wanted to get him, you know, some of the best cream ales that I could find back when I was traveling, when traveling was a thing. I think I ended up with four or five really good ones from across the country. And I was like, oh, you know, I, I really want to get some new Glarus. And because um, this is one that's like they only sell it in Wisconsin. They don't let it, you know, it's not sold anywhere else. It's kind of like the gingling of yeah. of today. Um, but very, you know, very sought after and uh, ended up getting him some. So that's a, a really good beer. Maybe so when you, when you go for a beer trade. Right, yeah, and I've I've seen the bourbon iterations of this that are more like raffles, not like the raffles we're going to talk about later. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but like you in a Facebook group, like Reddit, like where do you go? Yeah, to find so this? I actually this was the first time I used it, and I have a great reviews for it's called Beer Exchange. It's actually an app, so it's connected to the app Untapped, which is like mm-hmm. a beer tracking app. And Don't this you wish is like there. That. I do. There's not there's some monetization with it because they you know charge the bars to be you know official venues and things like that so but there's so there's some monetization they have a ton of data yeah um, but yeah that would have been a cool idea but then they're just sell people's data that, yeah like Facebook yeah that's how they make their money <laughs> so they have a, a an app that's connected where you can go and you can search for the beer that you want it'll show who has the beer you know up for up for trade and and I you know said hey here. Here are the beers I can get if there's anything from you know from Cincinnati or that I could possibly get that you would be interested in. Then, and you just kind of figure out like he says, hey, here's the here's the estimated value. So what's the value of of the beers that I traded? Kind of like retail value. Um, but people get really into it of you know trading some pretty crazy. Like last year, or last week we had the Trappist. I had the Trappist beer. Yeah, Trappist beers are like one of the beer styles that are traded a lot. A lot of sours, you know crazy barrel aged uh imperial stouts things like that so um what i would be down for doing starting my own and with you as my right hand man is there's these beer or uh bourbon like raffles so say you get a hold of a a pappy tin yeah which you've you've done i do yeah so you say hey i'm gonna sell 50 raffles in in a group you know everybody puts their pays whatever yeah you set the price put the raffle and the winner gets it 
Yeah. You know, I mean, there and there definitely are. You know, some a lot of them are a lot of them go to charity, but yeah. But this is just like in, amongst friends, like amongst yeah. like people that are looking for particular bourbons. Yeah, it's a good idea. Maybe we'll have to get some. If you have right some rare, there. rare bourbon that you want us to raffle off, let us know. I think it's when people buy it retail, and then you know, think if you you pay eighty bucks, right? You know, and then you sell twenty five raffles at ten bucks, right? And the, yeah, the good deal for me, yeah. good deal for you. You know, I right. pay ten bucks, and I'm I might be able to get that. While we're on that theme, <laughs> as you all know, I hate David so much. Yeah, he sends me a link. I guess a couple weeks ago of another uh, raffle with loaded with bourbon. And I did not, I did not, the one for the uh, Big Brothers or Big Sisters, I did buy one, but I was like, ah, I'm not going to do this. David's going to win anyway. <laughs> I get a, get a text, you're going to hate me. And I knew as soon as he said that, he'd won the raffle. I, I just knew it. Did you win that raffle? Yeah, I won. So tell, tell us what, what that raffle was for and what you won this time. So I'm actually trying to remember <laughs> what I won. Actually, it's funny because I, you know, the reason why I entered it was because it was for a, a dog uh, rescue that I support. Um, That's your good karma coming back, I yeah. think. But I won. I didn't so give a I shit know, about the dogs. I just want the bourbon. <laughs> I know I won some Michters, which uh, is, is to yeah, your right right now. We had last weekend. Um, I know I won some Stag Junior. Which we talked about. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. And then, honestly, I forget the other two. It was four bottles. Um, and I'm trying to go back through my... Uh, what was it, like 10 bucks a ticket? Yeah, $10 a ticket. Um, I think if you bought more, it was it was cheaper. Yeah. Um, like but split the pot ticket. <laughs> yeah. So, I want Sazerac Rye. Um, well, I've heard good things about that. Yeah. Which, it's not bourbon, but... Uh, it is a, is a rye bourbon. So, Sazerac is the parent company of Buffalo Trace. So and they sell. They've got a really good vodka out here. I know I can't find it, but <laughs> uh, when you're so lucky, you don't even remember the shit you won. Yeah, so I won. No Jefferson's Ocean. I did not win the Stag Junior. Jefferson's Ocean, which is a, it's like it's a barrel aged in the ocean. Yeah, uh, Michter's, the Sazerac, and then a new Rift barrel that's specific for. You got the barrel. New Riff barrel aid. Oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. A single barrel gotcha, uh, from gotcha. New Riff. So that'll be my second New Riff bottle. Uh, we got to break into some of those. And then a really fancy bottle of wine, which I don't really drink wine. but Give that to the wife. And so. then, so the so a really huge shout-out to the people who are doing it, Newberry Brothers Coffee and Prohibition Bourbon Bar. Um, Is that who you want coffee to? No. Okay. Yeah, that was Deeper Roots. Um, this is a coffee bar in Newport, and they've done – as we speak, they're on week four of five of uh, these raffles. Through three weeks, they had raised over $7,000 for SAP, which is awesome. That is that is awesome. Um, a really good, uh, you know, again, awesome. And if you're in the Cincinnati area and you're looking for a dog, uh, they are you know, probably the best dog rescue. That's where we got our second dog from, uh, Willow. <laughs> which, Willow hates uh, me. Yeah. She hates a lot of people, but uh, she as loves As long us. as she loves yeah, you, that's, that's all that matters. matters. Um. But yeah, they and they, you know, they are. I think they're trying to be creative in the atmosphere that we're in now. So they're, you know, raffling off some bourbon and using, you know, and they also have like a. Uh, so they have a coffee bar. They have um, which I bought some cinnamon rolls too. So I, I'm gonna go there, pick it up, and then like ordered and and got some cinnamon rolls and some coffee too. So I'm looking forward to to trying that on. That'll when you go Sunday. pick up what you've won, you get. Yeah, to... and then I also bought. They had a bottle of. Uh, uh, handle of uh, buffalo trace 
So for retail value, which is thirty bucks, so we'll have that on. Listen, um, I feel a little. Um, I don't know confrontational here because you are yeah. you were supposed to be the beer guy. You're quickly turning into the bourbon guy. I am, and I'm just going to be the the dummy that tastes it. <laughs> you're going to be the one that collects all this stuff. Well, so I don't know if you're going to have time to. Well, you you will have time personally. So week four value twelve hundred fifty dollars is Weller's, uh, Buffalo Trace, Eagle Rare, and Blanton's. I'm in on that one. So did you did you buy tickets yet? No. Okay, so. And then I, I heard week five is supposed to be really special too. So check them out. Newberry Brothers Coffee and Prohibition Bourbon Bar in Northern Kentucky. Uh, and if you want David to go pick it up, he'll just tax you one bottle. That yeah, you one of the want. four that you win. Um, I can if if you're in the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky area, um, check them out. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to, to do that. I'm gonna have like, I think it'll end up being like 15 bottles of bourbon. Um, but yeah. We talked about this on our on our trip to Moorhead, but you know, you you did your homebrew last weekend. But as you were doing that, you were enjoying some of your spoils of fucking winning, yeah, bourbon uh, <laughs> with your Pappy Ten and then your Pappy Twelve, right? And you and and what I've learned is the more of this delicious brown nectar of the gods <laughs> that I drink is I can I can I can tell what's four years old and what's 12 years old. And I can tell the difference in what, in the taste you are now to the point and, and you skipped the old crows and, yeah, the, exactly. and the ancient ages and all that straight to, yeah, I can tell the difference in the Pappy 10 and the Pappy 12. Well, and so we had the 10 and I'm like, the ten's awesome. And then we broke out. We were like, Oh, it's, you know, whatever it's, you know, let's break out the 12. So yeah, we, <laughs> And the twelve is like puts ten to shame. Like, isn't that crazy? It's though? like you get spoiled on the tw- you get spoiled on it. And I can imagine the, um, you know, even you know the even the better, uh, you know, as as the uh, as the eight, what's as left fifteen and twenty two twenty three. I yeah. think yeah yeah. So well, I and I was telling David, you know, I, me and my wife went to a Christmas party once at uh, this restaurant that had just a huge selection of bourbon. And we we got a pour of of Pappy. I think it was fifteen, hundred bucks for like two ounces. Wow. <laughs> what I mean, looking back, not I mean, it wasn't a great value for me, but we we you know we said we had had Pappy. So, yeah, um, I did want to say uh, before I forget uh, the beer that we talked about th- today, which is Kentucky Common Ale from Sawstone. Is for is brought to you by Audible. Mm-hmm. AudibleTrial dot com forward slash beers and beards. Uh, get yourself a thirty day free trial in any audio book. Uh, the book this week, I think I'm going to go with uh, Leave Only Footprints. It's a new book that came out this year. Is it about um, beer? No, it is know. about. Uh, you've you've broken off in the last three weeks. Yeah, the, I, and I you've read like, all the beer books. Yeah. Um, there, there's more coming, but this one is a, a newer book. I just finished a couple weeks ago. Uh, but basically, the the author goes to all of the national parks within the span of a year, which is awesome. Um, every I think there's 59, and then by the time he ended up finishing the book, uh, there were three more that were added to national parks in 2018. I think. So, Thank you, Donald J. Yeah, um, but they yeah. So it's an awesome book. It you know talks about, uh, and I like it because it they um, he like 
combines a lot of them and has they're like themed so yeah. i have like two or three that are similar like you know some like like one of them is sound and one of them is um you know people or one of you know so different themes and it's 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 awesome and it talks about like kind of his journey going through and like you know as you can imagine the amount of travel it would take with within the span of a year to go to 59 national parks from everywhere from maine to american samoa um you know, There's is, one in American Samoa. Yeah, I think American Samoa itself is a national park. Like the whole, the, just island, the whole island. Yeah, is a national park. Which is is that uh, where Moana was from? Uh, I th- yeah, there or Hawaii, something I don't like know. that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, check that book out. It's a really good read. Um, it's a, a, kind of a shorter read, so um, but a, you know, really good book. When you sign up for Audible through us, you're you get the subscription. You the first in the first thirty days is free. You can cancel at any time. Yep. And you get your free book, but what you if you stay, you get a credit every month. Yeah. So every month you can get a book, and also where you're a member, the book. If you say you get a book and you go through it in a week, the the cost of the books are cheaper if you're a member. Yes. So. Yeah, I and I think I, I've got like fifty in my library. Yeah, I and I've gotten way more into audiobooks in the past. And there's a, there's a ton here. of free content there too, yeah. like long form podcasts through NPR, like Serial and things yeah. like that. There's, there's just, I mean, you don't if you get the app and you support us, you know, the first thirty days get your free book. You will get value in that afterwards. Yes, Audible is awesome. If you listen, if you're, uh, it, you know, if you like to listen to things, which I was always a, I was kind of poo pooed it, and then I started listening to more and more audiobooks and uh, and i i listen to some podcasts um but if you're listening to this you probably like podcasts so if you like listening to things um audible is a great place to listen to things so audibletrial.com forward slash beers and beards uh get a 30-day free trial and first audiobook on us That's let right. us know which one you pick can I you hear that thunder yeah i thought someone was upstairs but there's nobody here yeah <laughs> we are uh in the uh in the basement yeah so we're safe, I think, right? The whole house might blow off on of t- top of it. Have you seen, like, the fire tornadoes out in California? Yeah. It's crazy. 2020, man. What the yeah. hell? I'm glad that I'm here with you. Uh, this yeah. is how I have to go out. Hey, the, you know, they, Mark Twain says, just come to the south, it's 20 years behind anyway. <laughs> you know, so if, if Cincinnati gets destroyed, you've got a good 20 left here. We, uh, you glossed over Ron Reynolds in you know, selling his gin company and I forget the name of it for like a bazillion dollars. Yeah. So aviation American gin, uh, was sold to Diageo, um, which is a huge liquor, um, company. So you've got that, you know, he's, he's how long before Conor McGregor 12 sells uh, proper 12? I don't know. It was just valued at, um, what? 200 million. Well, the pro you're in a market that's been around for, a bazillion years. Yeah. The liquor industry has been around forever. It, it, so to come up with something new and profitable that, right. that pops off. It's all about branding. In 2020. Yeah. Like, I mean, like a George Clooney with the uh, Casamigos. And he basically has disappeared from <laughs> making movies over the past couple. I mean, he that was sold for a billion dollars. Yeah. So. With, with like, oh, if it hits these sales marks, we're going to give you another. And he had a partner, too. So he, he didn't profit all of that. But, you know. More money than we're going to see in our yeah. lifetime, but with the with the option for six hundred million more dollars, yeah, you know, almost another billion dollars, and it was like one of the fastest growing uh, uh, tequilas. You, you know, their shtick, right? It's you, the, you don't get you a don't, you don't get a hangover. Yeah, I gotta try that. out. Bullshit. 
<laughs> don't don't. I need to try it. I'm, I'm gonna challenge accepted, right? <laughs> yeah, like we'll have to go out and you know, when we run out of bourbons in ten years, we'll go out and get start just getting liquored up on gin but, and tequila. Yeah. And, and so Ryan Reynolds has said part of what he wants to do with the money is to fund movies. So I think we're gonna have like twelve more Green Lantern two or Deadpool. Right. <laughs> That's the worst <laughs> movie ever. But yeah, he you know he was in uh, there was like a Netflix movie that he was in maybe a year ago that was good. It was like yeah. an action movie. Yeah, um, like some, it was real sticky though. Yeah. Like it was not. It didn't take itself too serious. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a good. I mean, if you can get in, if you can get into uh, into that business of selling, <laughs> and you see so many startup, you know, places, whether it be brewery, whether it be you know liquor, whether it be wine, um, look at like Francis Coppola. I mean, that's valued at you know what billions. His his wine estate is basically the most valuable part of his of his brand. Um, As the non vocal partner of Tiny House Brewing. We're for sale. We are. I don't own any stake in the company or I have put any work in, but I'm just saying right now. Yeah. I would share it with you. A bazillion. Yeah. A bazillion dollars. Show is us our... the zeros. <laughs> we'll just sit around and talk shit eight hours a day on a podcast. Exactly. With stacks of money. And like speaking we got of guys. On the table, yeah. We'll just do it with the money later. Speaking around. of guys, and I didn't, you know, we always, we kind of prep each other leading up to, uh, leading up to the show and, you know, what we're going to talk about and things like that. And, um, there is, uh, kind of on the same <laughs> mode so aldi right if you ever shop at aldi the mm-hmm. grocery store so they're kind of known for like knockoffs of like they're like this they're like save a lot they're save a lot is to kroger is what aldi is to like whole foods yes or trader joe's so, yeah, yeah something like that so they make brands and they make them look exactly like you know what the what the national brand is and like how they get away with it i don't know they must change like just just slightly enough. just enough so they're 62%. really so they're really big about making beers like that, and um, they did a beer, uh, Brewdog, which is a, and they're kind of anti-establishment. They're basically like the barstool sports of beer. So they they call themselves like punks and anti-establishment. They're from Scotland, but they are all over the world now. Their brewery in the U.S. is in Columbus, but Aldi made a knockoff that looks exactly like their. Uh, I think it's called. Uh, Stew dog. <laughs> no, it's called Punk IPA, or no, it's called their 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 uh, the brew dog beer is called Punk IPA. But then the Aldi one is like looks exactly like their can. And they call it anti-establishment IPA. So, and I thought this this was creative, but um, Brew Dog actually made a beer that looks like an Aldi look. <laughs> so, <laughs> Fair yeah, this play. is all in the UK. So I thought that was it was pretty fair good. play, you know. That's... It's like on brand, which is is creative. Like if you actually are going to end, and the funny thing about Brewdog is, um, they have gotten like dinged for that they've had like um, interviews with people for marketing, and they're like, "Hey, what ideas do you have for us?" And they don't hire the people, but they use their, <laughs> use ideas. their ideas. Yeah. So which is hey super... man, it's a cutthroat <laughs> world, especially right now. Ain't nobody got no money. Yeah. We want all your free ideas. They wouldn't hire like you know marketing firms and things like that. So, um, but they must have had. I don't. They must have got that idea from somebody. But that, I thought it was pretty creative for. Um, it's the the business of spirits and beer is so. The business part is scummy, and I think when yeah. we look back in what like the business of mixed martial arts, we came in as like purist fans, right? And then once you get your foot in the door. Once you, you see how the sausage is made. Yeah, you're like, oh, man, this ain't. This is, yeah, messed man, this, up. This is, 
you know, to get and, and that I'm sure everything's like that. We, I mean, we, and we can't probably say this on the air, but we talked about something today that was shady. Yeah. About, just like, like, wow, that's how that person went to. And it's like, yeah. I don't even think you actually knew it. You, I mean, we I were both there, but, um, yeah, it was, it's kind of funny. So not funny, but, but like ironic, like, yeah, just how things come about and where people's priorities are. Yeah. Um, uh, but we, we, Leading up to this, there was, you know, we've talked about the Sawstone lawsuit. We've talked about Stone suing, uh, what, Miller. Uh, and now you got, what, the Veracruz lawsuit, where this yeah. is, like, just pure, like, scummy, like, hey. Bezos, sir. Yeah, we're yeah. we're the little guy. So, <laughs> we, we talked a little bit about, I think it was last week, because we talked about Goose Island and how Goose Island was a craft brewery that sold out to Anheuser-Busch. Right. Which... Okay, that happens, right? Yeah, you know it is what it is. We would sell out today, yeah. don't? I and they're not judging you, and they're no longer considered craft, but it still is a the term that a lot of people throw around is faux craft, like you know, fake craft. It still yeah. is. You know, I want the appearance of craft. I want to be. Craft. I want to be the cool guy, but yet I'm the 40 year old that graduated. You know, still wearing my Letterman jacket. Yes. Kind of deal. So, so the really shady thing that Andrew Bush did was in Miami to try to get into the Latino market in Miami. They didn't buy a brewery there. They actually started their own. <laughs> That's a faux craft brewery called Vesa Sir, and uh, they, you know, they, you know, brand themselves as craft, market themselves as craft. In the store, I was in Miami earlier this year. It's sold next to Craft Brands, um, and so now they're getting sued. <laughs> a class action lawsuit of, you know, their you customers. Us, dog. Their customers are literally saying that this is not, which it's it's not. I mean, it's shady practices and. The way that they're saying that they're backing it up is saying that the study found that customers not only prefer craft beer over big brands, but they would pay more for the purchase of craft beer, according to the complaint of two uh, two of their customers. But so, like, all right, say this is an art market and some big company starts their own business, but we enjoy the product, and then they, like, pull the, shit, the curtain back oh, uh, yeah. Ta-da! Psych! <laughs> you know, this was, you know, Bud Light the whole time. Does it make you like, like, I get you felt slighted because you thought it was, but does it change the quality of what you... No, and so, so two things. So first of all, I'm always a person that I, for me, it's important that the brands that I support, that I actually spend money on, are, you know, that they are, that they are what they're saying they are. Yeah. Like, I don't like spending money on brands that are trying to pretend to be something else. A and then B brands that are not respectful of what they are. Like I have not spent any money on Stone, and they probably never will again. Yeah. If there, if I see that there is a brewery that gets dinged for, you know, having a a culture of you know sexual harassment in the brewery, I'm not gonna, yeah. not gonna support them anymore. So for me personally, so the quality of their that, product is in in those type scenarios are. Uh, less than than their actual business practices yeah and i yeah and so but but, but do you have a problem with with anheuser-busch like no the the product i definitely don't I have a problem problem with the way that they still continue to you know play off the american beer yeah when it's a global conglomerate owned by you know people you from belgium the fucking and stock market you know belgium and and uh and brazil yeah. and it's it's not truly american anymore it's not an american-owned brand it's not an american-owned company but they still portray themselves as this ultimate american if you really want to buy american beer go buy craft beer hey clydesdales and you know the they whole still line. Have the brand yeah. and the so people you know in the industry they say you know what's the best beer what's the beer that you know 
consistency and quality. You know, Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Bud Light, those are, you know from... You know what you're getting when you crack one open. And that's the hardest thing in brewing is that consistency and quality. So there's never a question I think about, but but also, you know, they're cutting corners with their, you know, they they don't necessarily have the highest quality ingredients. They, they, you know, they don't spend a ton of money on that. Um, Yeah, so we, on a side conversation, talking about like markups in the business and stuff, that's why you can get a dollar draft of Bud Light. Yeah, and you can't get a dollar draft of, you know, the the Kentucky what's it called? Kentucky yeah. Common. The Kentucky yeah. Common. Like that's <laughs> not. I right. mean, you could, but who's taking the hit here? If I got seven million gallons of Bud Light, which I'm sure is in circulation right now, or I've got seventy gallons. Yeah, it's about the the scarcity of it, and yeah, a lot of times the the price is based on the rarity and how sought after it is, right? So yeah. we've talked about like bourbons too, like. Play things that are you know a thirty dollar bottle, thirty dollar retail bottle of bourbon, but you can't find it. Yeah, if you can find it, it's thirty dollars, but you can't find it. That's why I jumped on like Buffalo Trace. It's, it's like getting hard you know to the find Wellers. Them. I bought it wooden cask. Yeah, like you can go online right now and see it going for a hundred, hundred fifty dollars a bottle. Right. It's thirty thirty five bucks retail. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and it used to be cheaper. I used to buy it in bulk at Walmart. Yeah, it's crazy. But then, so going back to the Vesa Sir argument, do you, like. I think there's a clear cut difference between buying a craft brewery and trying to sell it off as still being craft versus being, you know, a, a big beer brewery and opening up a brewery that you pretend is craft, like a wing of like, Hey, this is, we're going to, we're going to say this is craft beer because we're going to brand it and market it as craft. Like if we wanted to talk to the leaders of Sawstone Brewery, it's three dudes. Yeah. We could do that. Make try to talk to the to the heads of Anheuser Busch, <laughs> right? You know, got PR departments, legal, this that. Here's uh, here's our underboss. You know, yeah. it's just that ain't well, gonna happen. And the other funny thing about Vesa Sir too is that it's in the way the place that they have there. They have a tap room, but they don't brew the beer there. It's in Wynwood, which is the like hip neighborhood in Miami, and it's not a mistake that that's the where it is because it's the artsy, yeah. You know, culturally hip area and there's two other successful Fucking actually hipsters. maybe three or four other successful breweries that are that have been there then they're there and they kind of built that reputation yeah of, they like they Jay made wakefield yeah has, they made it there. there yeah um concrete beach which is partially owned by sam adams um is is also there and they're you know super successful in that area so go you can't say that you don't know what you're trying to do and yeah. you know going to it's, scu- it's scummy it's yeah. scummy um like if if they could just be silent, be like, hey, David and Gary, here's a couple million. Start this up. You know, we go own it, but on paper, well, it's, it's yeah. you know, it's you all, <laughs> it's tiny house brewing, but you know, we just, we're going to support you, but like really right. we own it. You're and so, shields. yeah, so that actually is kind of what happened. So they had the owners of another brewery that they bought, 10 Barrel Brewing, which is based out of Oregon. Um, actually started this and relocated brewery. them to Miami. No, they so they they didn't relocate them. They the 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 people I guess when they bought the that original brewery, the original owners came on to to work for Anheuser Busch. Oh, I got you. And those specific they worked in like the craft wing, and those specific people are the ones that started this the Vesa Sir Brewery, and they have you know the Hispanic background and things like that. So yeah, super shady. Um, <laughs> it's just it's it gets me just because like. <laughs> If you're up front 
if you're up front, like, hey, we're going to do this, right? We're going to come yeah. in. We're going to come kick the door into your fancy little hipster backyard. We're going to yeah. sell this beer. That at least puts you like your the quality of the beer has to. Yeah, it, and there's nothing it has that, to carry. There's you nothing illegal or shady about saying, hey, we're going to start a new brand. Yeah, right. We're going to start a brand that's going to not necessarily be craft, but it's going to compete with craft. But brands. let me decide where I, like you said, where I spend my money at. Right. You know, because if it's like, hey, it's either the billion dollar industry or it's David that I know and can approach and he's at the brewery every day working his ass off, you know, trying to put a kid through school or whatever it is, I'm going to spend my money there. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, look at like no further than like the bourbon industry. You have these big distilleries. There's only, you know, 15, 20 distilleries. It's not a ton, but there's a lot of brands. So yeah. they have a, the brands of, hey, we're going to start this yeah. other new brand. That's This is what this brand is going to Yeah, they tweak for. the mash bill yeah. by two pieces of corn, you know, whatever. And yeah. It's something different, you know. Right. And, but, like, that's how different the taste can be. I don't know, man. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. You want right. to drink some bourbon? Let's drink some bourbon. The bourbon today brought to you by Beard Octane. Go to beardoctane.com. I'm going to have you smell my stuff. That that sounds bad. <laughs> Holy shit! No, that's I'm gonna, gonna. We need to cut that up. I'm gonna let you uh, check out the product that the I got. Octane. The the beard octane products right. I got, and just how they put something out on Facebook this week. Like it was like fifty. I forget what it was. Here, let me find it. Yeah, it's a crazy amount of product they had, but the whole like supply chain is jacked. You know, as far as Mail shipping things and, yeah. and all that. Yeah, so they had all this ready to go and. Like I said, that this, this it's not like it's Procter and Gamble selling yeah. beard products. <laughs> you know, this is some dude and his cousin, like we said, owns like beef octane. Yeah, you know, so like, well, and he posts videos of him literally in his his workshop of labeling, yeah. you know, labeling uh, containers to go out, and it's like that's yeah cool. You can actually see, you know, the how this product's being made. You want to do the, oh let me get let me finish. Yeah. <laughs> I got bourbon on the brain now. I've had beer. Yeah. I'm ready for some bourbon. <laughs> Use code beers and beards ten, save ten percent off everything. Support us a little bit. Free shipping in the continental United States and any orders over seventy five dollars. Yeah, and it's pretty easy. Well, not that ex- that it's expensive, but it's pretty easy to rack up. Like yeah, seventy five. Like hey, th- I want this. I want this. I want this. I already know what I'm getting next time. Yeah, I'm gonna get a comb. Cause I'm like, it's growing. It, it's my beard's thick. I don't yeah. know if it's the like a mountain man. Well, it's just very thick. So I'm gonna get a comb, uh, and I'm gonna get some of the leave-in conditioner that they've got, and I'm gonna get some other like soap. Cause I'm tired of like normal, chemically soap, non-beard soap. Yeah, so I'm gonna get some some good yeah, body wash. The skin there. soap. You need beard soap. Good stuff. Yeah. So this week we're doing something different. That David brought the bourbon this week. Imported from Ohio to he, Kentucky. He gets to do the the <laughs> honors of uh of what I said. Let's see if we can get a good pop. Oh that was a good one. I didn't oh, hear it. You're limp wristed, dude. You yeah. need to hit the gym. I have been hitting the gym. I'm sore from hitting the gym. So uh yeah, so this week uh I'll, and I'll talk about the, the bourbon. You, you yeah, this is how Ohio, you feel. Yeah, I, I will give you the review. Let's see if you can is that better? Yeah, here we go. All right, so this week is uh, bourbon from Sycamore Distilling in Cincinnati, Ohio, and it is a cask edition straight bourbon that is eight, you know, aged like a bourbon. This one only aged two years uh, in, I guess, new oak barrels, but then 
Sycamore Brew Sycamore Distillery is owned by March First Brewing in, in Blue Ash in Cincinnati. So they took the bourbon and then aged it in some. First they aged March First Imperial Stout in the bourbon barrels, and then they emptied it. They put bourbon back into them, which is kind of, which is pretty cool. So it says the result is a truly complex roasty chocolate flavor that is like nothing you've ever tasted. This is ninety proof, and this bottle was actually bottled. Uh, 11 months ago. So we've got bottle number, what number's on there? 134. 134. So I think there's only like 160 or 180 or something like that bottle. So um, I just bought this yesterday, so I'm ready to ready to try it. All right, hit it with the nose, Dave. What do you think? Definitely a, a little bit of a strong nose, not, over, not super overpowering. It's got something... I can... I don't want to sound... This is just from doing this over and over and over again, but I can tell this is not like a 10-year-old bourbon. Like, yeah, it's I, I know yeah. it's new just from the smell. So we haven't done anything so far that's under four years. This is just a two-year two year aged. I mean, it's... Let's see. I think it's going to be soft. Dave's gonna, I'm going to watch Trey hit it. I got pecker nets all over the damn basement. Nice, nice <laughs> little burn. David's got his eyes kind of roll back here. Let's let's try it here. Definitely tastes more than like a 90, 90 proof. <laughs> I don't. That's soft on the palate. Like you, I swished it around. It yeah. wasn't like strong at all. Definitely has a cinnamon. You get has a good amount of rye, twenty one percent rye. So it's seventy four percent corn, twenty one percent rye, four percent malted barley, and one percent Ohio apple. I don't even know really that we can call this bourbon, but I like it. I do <laughs> it like says it. bourbon on the bottle, so we're calling it bourbon, right? It's a little different. It's almost like a. It reminds me of like a. And now that I'm like getting the breathe in and out, I get a little that, tiny bit, the, a little that's the spot tiny right little there. bit of that apple. Yeah, right? just a little. It, this tastes like. I want to drink this in the fall. So we're maybe a little a little too early for this. So again, it was aged two years and then aged more. And then it's it's been in the bottle for a year almost. Yeah. So it's not like it's brand new. Um, the The nose is definitely stronger than the palate for yes, me. Yeah. You know, like I said, once it once it's in your mouth, it's it's I don't want to say smooth, but it's very um, subdued. Like it's not, yeah. you're not going to be like, oh, as soon as you put it in your mouth, you're going to be like, oh God, this is, like, <laughs> it's good. I don't get, and, and to be honest with you, for me, I don't get a ton of the stout characters or anything from the beer being in the in the barrels. Um, I don't get any of that. Yeah. I don't know if maybe it just wasn't in there long enough or what, but still I don't know stand, what, as a standalone uh, the, product, it's good. Yeah. I don't know how much of those characteristics actually would stick. You know what I mean? And I don't yeah. know. I like to see that at like seven years. That would be fucking the bomb. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm hoping so. March first is, is a new distillery, or Sycamore is a new distillery owned by March first. But already, and the the reason why we got this is because Sycamore at the U.S. Open Whiskey and Spirits Championship took home number three overall Grand National Champion, um, the highest in. And this is more uh, uh, like craft distilleries, so you're not going to see a lot of the bigger name distilleries at this um but number one was patriarch distillers 
Uh, Lexington Distilling Co. from Kentucky was number five, and that's the highest one from Kentucky. But straight bourbon, which which we didn't have, their straight bourbon won gold, yeah. um, which is basically I think is the base of this. And then the they actually had a category. Um, let's see if I can find it here. I could get drunk off this tonight. <laughs> you want whiskey say? distilled in stout barrels? We can drink this whole bottle. Uh, they actually won gold for the Sycamore Imperial Stout Cask. Since they were, um, I might have a third here. So, um, congrats to them. It's it's awesome. It's, it's a, good. This is a good bourbon, man. Yeah. So uh, I've got three bourbons on the table right now. Yes. Got Larceny, Michters. Michters. This is ten times better than fucking Michters. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because Michters is like one of those where it's, so, it's, it's sought after. So, yeah, it's, it's not uh, like crazy sought after, but it's like. People, it's in the discussion. Yeah. Like when I was when I, I we talked about this last week. When I was looking at it, like I expected it to be good just because of the marketing, maybe. Yeah. And then I got dug into the reviews, and they're like, "Oh, I'll just try this at a okay. at a bar. Yeah. Don't buy a <laughs> don't whole, buy a whole, don't buy a whole bottle. And now I've got a bottle, and David's got a bottle. <laughs> so we got to drink some more mixers. So we We're gonna pawn that off. If you come over to our house, you're yeah. probably gonna end up with some mixers. I'm gonna have a little bit more. I'm gonna put some water in it. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, you like that? I, I just, yeah, I'm the water guy. I like the ice, and, and I, like I said, the the seltzer. Seltzer is like my thing with the bourbon. Um, Sounds like a pen. Yeah, I am actually. Is that a? Um, it's a Hydro cam- flask, Camelback, which is aw- this thing is awesome. By the way, I love it. It keeps your water. Super Does it cold. come out of a camel toe? Yes, camel toe back. Jackson, it's a beef jerky brand. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to send me anything with a logo on it, I will definitely carry it around, get you some exposure. Let's see, it got some water in here now. All right, I think the water is going to bring out the, like maybe a little bit more of that apple, and maybe some of your coffee or your. Oh. That's super soft on the, I mean, I put maybe like one, one to one. It's super soft and drinkable. Like, yeah, but I, I feel that way without the water. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's even more with, with the water and I definitely get just a tiny little, I mean, it's 1% apple in the grain bill. So it's, it's delicious. I mean, this is, this is a dangerous one. I think I, we, we could drink the whole, but I'm telling you, we, yeah. and we're, <laughs> guys, we're not mixing it. We're like, yeah, just we drank our first. I drank my first three neat. <laughs> yeah. David put some water in his second one. It's good. I mean, this is one that I'm just, I want to sit around and drink. I've like, never said, I've never heard of it. Yeah. It's just a little craft, you know, distillery. And also, so one of the cool things too, so March 1st has their brewery in Blue Ash. They're building. Now, a, where's Blue Ash? This is Cincinnati, it's, right? Yeah, north of, of Cincinnati. So, um, like going towards Dayton? Yeah. So more, more going towards like Columbus. So right off of like 71 and 275. Um, so we went there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, but they're also building a sycamore distillery where they're going to, I think distill all their sycamore, uh, bourbons and whiskeys and things like that in Milford. And it's, the place looks awesome. I've seen like the renderings of it and hopefully it, I think it's going to open next year. But March 1st is one of those places where they've got the beer. They do really good ciders. I mean, some of the some of the best ciders I've ever had. Well, if they're putting apple in this, yeah, you're not. I mean, you can make a good cider out of that. Yeah, they've got the the bourbon, which this is the first time I had the bourbon. Bourbon's it's, good. It's good, you just uh, so <laughs> so proud of you. They've got voltage vodka. They I'm not have a vodka uh, can't do vodka. They have like canned spirits that they have that they just came out with. Um, and then they bought they own. Another brewery in Middletown, which is right in between Cincinnati and Dayton, Fig Leaf Brewing. So they have their 
uh, beers and, and they have like a, it's, I don't know exactly what it, it's like a sparkling alcoholic beverage. It's not, not a seltzer. It's not seltzer. Not it's a white like claw. It's, more, it's a little sweeter than seltzer, uh, but it's called blackberry fizz. And, um, I haven't had it, but supposedly really good. Has a really high rating on Untapped, which is kind of the take it take that for whatever you want. Yeah. But there's a lot of pretentious people on there, so for people to give a you know a, a BlackBerry Fizz, which is a you know basically a seltzer, is yeah. what I'm going to call it. To give it like I think it has like a 4.1 out of five, a wine cooler, a, w- a wine cooler. <laughs> Did I say has wand? like a 4.1 out of five rating on Untapped. So. When you get the pretentious beer nerds to to respect something that's not beer, that's, yeah, that's, that's impressive. you're saying, yeah, you're doing something there. <laughs> Damn, David, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't have high hopes. One, it's because enjoyable it's, because it's from Ohio. Yeah, no disrespect, but <laughs> hey, that. So we, you know, it, sorry not to cut you off, but no, I, go ahead. There, so I was just gonna the thing I realized there's there are are things that are. Um, you can find good beer. You can find good bourbon everywhere. Yeah. There's so many people that are going out there and like coming, like making this their craft, whether it be craft beer, craft distilling. And they're actually, you know, it's the art form of it. Of, yeah. This is good. And they put, even if, though this is only aged two years. If you want it to be good, you have to put in the work. Yeah. Like that, that's what shows in, probably in all the great breweries that you've been to and all the good bourbons, you know, yeah. they, they've put in the work to make it good. Yep. Anybody can make. I mean, we can make bourbon down here in the basement. You know, <laughs> that's uh, what I was going to say. Doesn't that, say yeah. it doesn't mean it's going to be good. Probably yeah. tastes like at Mictors. Moonshine. <laughs> sorry, moonshine. sorry, Mictors. I, yeah. you got, you, as you can see, I barely drank the neck out of it. Man. We, yeah, but I'm not going to. That larceny is almost half gone though. <laughs> Listen, I, we got. So, what's the retail on this? So this is forty five ninety nine. Not so a, yeah. not horribly bad, yeah. but for something yeah, that's a craft, this, you know, for forty five dollars. I if there was a college football game on behind us, yep, we could drink this whole fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure we would. Yeah, but yeah. So and the the thing the you have to think about it too, so you know exactly where it came from. Yeah, you know the people who distilled it. Mm-hmm. You can go there and talk to them and and you know have that experience of, and that's what I think is going to be cool about when they actually open up their distillery because right now it's it's distilling inside of a brewery when they actually have their own distillery and they can focus on that. And it's going to be, I think it's going to bring them so much more um, respect and just to bring it to a different level. Um, so like you, you kind of see like in where I am in Northern Kentucky, new riff. Yeah. You get that experience. Like I think drinking is all about the experience too. That's why I love and breweries and distilleries and, and things like that. Like I've been to a bunch of breweries by myself, I've been to breweries with friends, family, et cetera, with my wife. The ones that I remember the most are the ones where I have great experiences because I'm with other people and, and have a great time. And like, even if it's not the greatest brewery of all time, I remember like, hey, we were there and we had a great experience. Um, those yeah, are the times. It's that like you we, like this very bourbon tasting right now. We're gassing each other up, you know, like it's good, you know, like we get drunk, yeah. you know. Me drinking this like on a normal podcast where we don't see each other and anything like that. I don't know. I don't know what my response would have been, but, but like seeing you enjoying it and then yeah. it makes me want to enjoy it. Like that's the, that's how bourbon, you know, we've talked about the documentary neat several times, but like, that's the true nature of bourbon. That's how you, how you want it. Damn. That's good though. <laughs> so I want to read the, uh, so this says, uh, it has, a, I always like reading the story. Um, so this one has a, a pretty cool story on the front. So in 1794, Christian Walshmitt 
a veteran of the American Revolution and businessman, started a new community at a site on the Little Miami River in Sycamore Township, Ohio. He built a general store, a blacksmith shop, a church, Ohio's first paper mill, and one of Ohio's first distilleries. Today we will produce only the finest whiskeys just a short distance from the original settlement in Sycamore Township to celebrate Walshmitt's distilling heritage and rugged pioneering spirits. Like that's kind of that's just cool to see like yeah. what their like what their inspiration is too like not just well, hey, I love making, those old stories yeah. and, and a lot of the Kentucky distilleries are still distilling on, on those spots yeah maybe not the same built like I know at Buffalo Trace and I think at Maker's Mark some of those are the original rick houses you know yeah. what I mean like and you know it when you walk in and you're like oh shit this motherfucker yeah. gonna fall in on me <laughs> you know but like I love that. You know where they get that from? Because Ohio's we, yeah. not known for their bourbon. Right. Let's just be honest. It's definitely not. I mean, Ohio is not. But that's a yeah. bomb ass. Let's. And a, and they. I mean, and and you see, they're getting you know getting respect from winning. Yeah. You know, winning best bourbon at the U.S. Open Spirit and Whiskey Championship. All right. We need to cover that. Yeah. Next is year. that a, is that so an open this thing? Year, like we can go and just a, taste things. This year it was a virtual event, but they. It actually was in Oxford, Ohio. So, you know, where Miami University is, yeah. you know, 45 minutes from Cincinnati. Um, so maybe next year we can go um, and do that. But I think we also need to go to some of the distilleries. We need to go to some of the some bigger ones, maybe. Yeah, we talked there's about that. Some, Just where, like, you can do virtual tours now. Yeah, there's some craft distilleries, like, in um, northern Kentucky. So we know Wind Cask has a partnership with Second Sight Spirits, which is in Ludlow, Kentucky. Um, right on the river there so that would be a cool place to visit so um if you if, and if you know of any places where you're like hey this would be a cool you know yeah. place for for these guys to go even if we don't go and do a show there but we go and we, we go yeah, yeah that's go the, and talk about it and we have this yearning and we talked about this at length today we used to be the guys that would go out on a friday and saturday night leave the house at two and not get home till four or five in the morning we yeah we need MMA, to get out we need to MMA get out and do shows. something guys get let you know <laughs> Well, yeah, I got and, kids. And, yeah. I would love to just leave it home and get out of here. <laughs> we used to. I mean, I went one year. I think it was 2012 to 58 MMA events. There's only 52 weeks in the year. Yeah, I went to. It was three shows back to back to back. You know, in one in Louisville, and then two in Columbus. Um, I was going. I literally, you know, it was back in the day, and I sound like an old guy now. Like you, <laughs> you could just literally look at the schedule Bitch, this I'm weekend about to turn and say. 40. You could look at the schedule and say, like, what's the best event to go to this weekend? And yeah. I'll go there. And I would be like, all right, let me talk to some of the fighters. Let me let me cover this event. So, Have you found that with the, like... I think you want some more of this bourbon. I can see you eyeing it. I mean, if you're going to offer it, I ain't going to turn it down. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, like, when we look at going to places like this, like checking out distilleries and stuff, at least here, like the bourbon trail... It's established, right? Yes. You know, so you know what you're going to get when you go there. They were trying to get me drunk. I know. Take right. advantage Listen, of it. I'm at home, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll be doing this podcast with no shorts on here in a minute. But we sought out, like, the best, right? You know, when we were going, like you said, when you're trying to find the best quality show or whatever. Right. Oh, that's, this is, write this down. This is our next event. We're going to, we're hitting the road once this pandemic's over. <laughs> Every weekend. On the road again. On the road. We need we need donations for a video crew. So I always wanted to do and they had there and I'm shocked there hasn't been a show like this yet. There have been kind of sort of shows like this. I want to go 
drive around the country, basically like diners, drive-ins, and dives, but go God, to breweries. that's good, man. Fuck, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's good. Don't you think that would be an awesome show? Just go to breweries. Get one, one or two breweries every episode. And find out what their story is. Brewery Adventures. Yes, Brewery Adventures. Get that copyright. I need to. But, you know, go around to the country. Go around the country. There hasn't been a show like this yet. Just go to breweries. Get their story. Here's what they're known for. Um, like, Sawstone would be an awesome, hey, how how did, how did a brewery happen in Moorhead, Kentucky? Yeah. Right? How do, how you know, how do you, you know, what was your, you know, in Cincinnati, what was your uh, motivation to, re, you know, to repurpose this building that was 18, you know, from 1890? Yeah. Uh, to to put in a brewery and distillery, what you know, what what's your motivation? What's your what's your why? And you get some great stories from that. And and I will say so. Um, in Cincinnati, Cincy Brewcast does a great job of yeah. of getting the and they sound of, good. We're working on sounding yeah. better. goddammit. Yeah, and I'm Andrew's kind of like now. Yeah. Like, gnarly, you got me sorry, going. I mean gnarly gnome. He's a alias. I can't say his real name. Did you say his real gnarly name? Gnarly gnome is. Uh, <laughs> he's shown his face now too, though. So um, listen. Yeah. All due respect. Like to the to the YouTubers and like the Twitch streamers and all that shit, they like have this big. They wait till some ungodly mark to like have a face reveal. <laughs> Probably because you ugly. All right, let's just be honest. Well, I'm, you said that, not me. But so. this guy might be beautiful. I don't, I don't know what his. I don't know what his thing. Maybe he had a job. He couldn't show his face. Yeah. Maybe he was wanted by the police. I don't know. <laughs> but what's the name? Gnarly possible. Gnome. Gnarly Gnome and gnarlygnome dot com. So check them out. He he's kind of been like. I don't want to say mentor, but I've kind of I've looked up to him since I started covering beer. Yeah. Like, you know, I've, I've been in the blogging game for for a long time, but you know, seeing how he covers beer, but he's very specific to Cincinnati, which is cool because if you live in Cincinnati, but if you don't live in Cincinnati, you don't give a shit about Cincinnati, <laughs> yeah, right? So yeah. you're like, unless I'm specifically going to that brewery, and I you know I really want to know something about them, um, but it's cool. So um, and he's he's branched out a little bit to. Um, he has, I think, Drinking with the Gnome is what it's called. So he has... He, the podcast? Yeah. I think he's done a few episodes. So he's done um, some places outside of Cincinnati, be, you know, breweries, but then also he's he's gotten more into um, booze, as he says. Booze? Liquor and All right, and let, me, let me pitch this idea to you. All right. This has become an entrepreneur. This is a <laughs> Shark Tank. No, no. Yeah, no. This is an idea for one of our podcasts. We come here or your house or wherever, and we just get hammered. Like, it's already been vetoed. Who vetoed that? My wife. She ain't my boss. Well, she. I mean, yeah. I'll, come, I'll come to your house. I'll Uber <laughs> to Cincinnati, drunk. Yeah. just do the podcast. Well, that would be. Yeah, we need to. Do What's that. she afraid of, Angie? What are you afraid of? Yeah, tell us. No, it, I just. Well, I, like I said, I kind of did one where I was not drunk, but I was a little tipsy a couple weeks ago, and it turned out great. Yeah. I'm a good drunk podcaster. We if we what if we just add the video aspect? I don't right? want to get a, I don't want to get a PUI though. <laughs> podcasting another influence. <laughs> yeah, I, I, t- I, I, I told Abby I was like we just need to get drunk and go down there and just talk. We don't even have to release it. Just, yeah, just, just talk. Just talk hella shit. That'd be fun. We could t- we could bring up our, all of our old. We could bring up the story that we talked about earlier. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't know which one you're talking about, but no. But yeah, we could just do that. Um, yeah, we could just bring up some old MMA stories, some stories about. Life, yeah, all kind of fun stuff. Yeah, I don't know, man. I th- I appreciate everybody that like. I had two messages like, "Hey, y'all going to do a podcast this week?" People um, are starting to like they like I they know it's too. like Friday or Saturday. Yeah. They, yeah. Like they know, and that's all me. And I apologize. Like I'll get to st- I'll start working on it, and I'll be like, 
Let me play some Rust. Maybe even yeah. if I'm on my computer, I'm like, yeah, let me play some Rust. Maybe eventually we need to start releasing it on Monday. That way, like, we record on Thursday, and then by Monday, if it's up, then we're good. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I can, but then we can't we talk about together, anything at the weekend. Like before you leave, like, this can be, a, yeah, you know. So that's super easy. I need you to move to Mount Sterling. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, real estate's cheap. You make a good. It's a seller's market. <laughs> Listen, until you find a place, this this is yours. Look, this whole yeah, this thing. This whole basement. Yeah. yeah. I got a whole freezer full of meat over here. I know. That's I could just live off of that. All right. Uh, we're about done here with this podcast. Right. One more drink. You know what I'm yeah. So we do have to talk about we th- we came up with a new idea for this week. Did we? Yeah. So we we have a playlist now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playlist. How do I add to the playlist? Do I have to tell you? I think it's tell me because it's my playlist. I'll, I'll figure it out maybe. But so... We thought I thought about this. We both love music, mm-hmm. different kinds of yeah, music. Different we, kinds of music. David and I are. I don't want to sound cheesy here because I've been drinking, <laughs> but I look up to David because he's like well put together, right? Like I am almost forty. I feel I have the maturity level of a twelve year old, and that's fine. It worked for me for a long, for a long time. You know, yeah. I got a, a a dime piece wife. I got you do two bitch ass kids. I got this beautiful basement here. Yeah. But uh I don't even know where I was going with that. Yeah, so you yeah, you're you're, was I you're in a good you're in a good place in life. Got a great career. What was I where was I going with this? You're just saying that you're successful and you don't need to be cool. I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, so we so and to be to be honest, I so music is important to both of us. I I've always loved music. I listen to music. That was it. Every day. I want to be like Dave, but we are so fucking different. We are, and and we grew up kind of the same, but yeah. So the funny so, thing too is like we are. <laughs> God damn, I can drink that whole bottle right now, David. Damn you. We are, yeah, and so we have. I look think at that. look how much we drink. Yeah, so we're good. We're in good shape. By we, we mean you. Yeah, but yeah, so we are. We we both have like you know such different backgrounds, but yeah. we both we have so much respect for each other that we. Can ha- and we have a lot in common too, and like yeah. the thing too we is like, like the same things. We can talk about like a topic, and I know exactly what you're going to say about a topic, right? So I know, <laughs> like we've known each other long enough that I know how you're going to react and respond to something. And I like, hey, this is be this would be something good to bring up with Gary because he's going to have something funny to say. So, <laughs> but yeah, so we but we have different tastes in music, but music I think is important to both of mm-hmm. us. So we decided to start doing a playlist on Spotify. Yeah. And probably no one other than us will ever listen to it. Everyone add a song or two every, every week. week. Um, and if we have any guests or anything like that, we'll maybe ha- have them throw in a show. And to be completely transparent, I stole this idea from Sonder Stories, which is a podcast from Sonder Brewing. Um, they have awesome. So they do a podcast. It's like every two weeks or every month or something like that. They do a podcast whenever they have a new beer and they talk about here's why we released this beer. It's a fantastic idea of like just for someone, another way to connect with the brewery and say, here's context with that product, right? Like if I can relate to you, if you tell me, Hey, I brewed this pale ale. Yeah. This light pale ale. That's what I had today, right? Yep. Was that what it's called? Yeah. Pale ale. A light pale ale. No, it's just a pale ale. It's like a light IPA is what I like. Yeah. Yeah. But I brewed this because my dad enjoyed it, and he passed away. And this time, give me a case. Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah. You know? Or hey, I had this ex girlfriend. She was awful, 
and I made this beer. This is to her get, name to get drunk on. Yeah, to forget her. Her name's Samantha. So I yeah. called this Sam. Uh, yeah, no, I don't Sam think, Adams. I don't think, yeah. <laughs> is that where they got their name? No. You know, but yeah, this is uh, the bitch IPA. You know, whatever yeah. it is. Like I, I like connecting with that. I love. So, and my daughter's got this same trait. And it's awful. If we get into something, yep, a band like my favorite artist of all time, Corey Taylor from Slipknot. He does Slipknot, Stone Sour. He just did his own solo project. He's got three books. Yeah, he's done all, but. When I decide that I like something, you go all in. I'm I'm learning where and he I'm was the same born, way. His parents, what they did, why he chose this, all that stuff. <laughs> like I know Dave has already yeah. given you a book recommendation, but uh, it, you know anything by Corey Taylor on Audible. Check like it out. Seven Deadly Sins, it's a great book. Yeah, I'm the same way too. Like I find bands or artists or you know movies. movies like I want to yeah. know. So that you know that's. Passion, so, yeah. Maybe that's Char- your Charlie's dad. That's yeah, where she maybe. got from. <laughs> but Dave's they missed yeah. out on Charlie today. She's not here. Yeah, so. she is a she is a treat. <laughs> I think we need to have her get her own podcast. She wants her own podcast. She wants to like have her friends come over them. But they at twelve. Yeah, it's nothing. Charlie's nothing's world. original. You know, it's all but stuff they the saw on YouTube or TikTok. Do you have TikTok? No, I don't have TikTok either. Yeah. Um, that's the first time I've been old, and I'm like, what's a TikTok? Yeah. Like, I don't have Snapchat. I don't have TikTok. I don't have... You yeah. turned me on to uh, Marco Polo. Yeah. So, me and Abby do Marco Polo. Video chat. Yeah. Yeah. These fucking nerds. But, yeah. So, anyway, long you know, long way around talking about... <laughs> this the is what happens playlist. when you get to be together. Yeah. Like, you get to talk. But the playlist... Your selection was a Ohio selection. Yes, you have a Kentucky selection. I have a Kentucky so, selection. And we will branch out to other stuff, but this is yeah. like, so the idea is like, hey, what have you been listening to this week? What's in, what's stuck in your head? What do you like? What, you know, timely things like that. So for, so the first song on there is our uh, our theme, our opening credit song, yep. National Barks Haunt You. So we they, need to interview them. They got some new music coming out soon. So maybe we'll get Adam on a show. He would be, he would be fun to be on a show. Get him uh, drunk. He has yes, which is that's basically just Tuesday for him. <laughs> so um, we will definitely we'll get Adam on a show. We'll talk about. So I'm trying to get in my backyard a concert, a socially distanced concert with National Barks. I thought that you were joking awesome. about that. No, it's, see, I'm serious. I really want to do that. I'd come. Yeah. So we. I think we What's can fit fee? like 50 people in there, like five bucks. I think we can fit like 50 people in our backyard in pods of like four, six feet apart. How do you know apart. this guy? Just friends. They're actually our, our neighbors they're from across. They're on the nice side of the tracks, but through other friends. And it's like, hey, you guys really like these people. And uh, Adam and his wife, Becca. Do they listen to the podcast? Uh, I, I think they do. Because they, yeah, they, they've given me like, they've said, hey, you know. Don't talk about us, which I just did. So oh, don't. <laughs> no, they haven't said that. <laughs> but so Adam and Becca, um, but yeah, they're like our, our neighbor friends. They both have, you know, they have dogs. They're like basically like, you know, like Angie and I. And so we're so like friends. a normal couple, but I play yeah. music on the side. He plays guitar. That. He has an awesome voice. He does have listen an awesome to. Voice. And they have, um, they have new music coming out. He also is a brewer, professional brewer for. Is um, it like his real job? Yeah, it's his real job. For, he brews for Sam Adams. So. Um, and they have something in Cincinnati, right? Yeah, he brews at the brewery in, in Cincinnati. So, um, 
But yeah, so we'll, we'll have them on yeah. at some point. I, I think Adam would be a good podcast guest. We'll get him. He he loves bourbon. He loves beer. Here's what um, happens. We sell Tiny House Brewing for a billion dollars. Yes. We build a complex. Like you and Angie and have in a our house. Side yard. I have a house. And then the middle is our studio. Yeah. National Barks can record there. We'll do our <laughs> podcast out of there. Matt McCarthy can come and do he can come and set, well yep. he can come set it up yeah uh-huh. Matt McCarthy come set it up yeah that's who I Veercast Digital Media is who I would I mean they, look at my setup here yeah I don't know where half these cords go to we'll talk about we'll talk more about them in the, in the next couple of weeks because we're going there yes. we're gonna so mark your calendars what day is it September twenty fifth September twenty fifth we're we're gonna be live you're gonna be able to live. see both of us all right I gotta wear a tuxedo tuxedo t shirt yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be live. I probably a, want only show my torso up because I'm gonna wear shorts. I wear like shorts. Suit jacket. I want to show my new tattoo off to everybody. Yeah. Nobody believed that that was really the tattoo I got. I got the uh, lard lad donut man from yeah. the Simpsons. It's awesome. I saw it, and it's large. It's yeah. Big. Shout out to it's Stephen Vickers. Eight by ten. <laughs> yeah, my whole leg. <laughs> you can frame it. Put it on the. We have to wrap this up because I'm about but to anyway, drink some more bourbon. Podcast the the playlist. So yes, playlist. I, you, Ohio. <laughs> we got my the, song. We got I'll talk about my song Barks. first. National Barks haunt you. New music coming out soon. We will keep you updated. That on was that. the first song on the playlist. Yes, first song, of course, and we'll probably put some of their new stuff on our playlist when it comes out. But Absolutely. Then my song is by Camp. It's called By and By. Camp is a folk band from Ath- they're originally from Columbus, but they formed in Athens, Ohio. And you talk about like new Americana folk, which is if you know me and you know my music taste, that's I'm like Avid Brothers, uh, Dawes. Um, I saw you know, Dawes in concert. Yeah, so that's the type of stuff that I love. Um, Wood Brothers, anything folky. Are you a Tyler Childers fan? So we're gonna have some Tyler Childers maybe next week on the on the. Are you uh, gonna pick the Tyler the Childers? Or are you gonna let me maybe pick we'll that. see. We'll let Abby. She's a yeah. huge shot. Like we saw the him and yeah. my selection in concert. So my wife is a huge. She discovered she loves Tyler Childers. Um, but yeah, so my song is "By and By" by Camp. Um, they are uh, tonight headlining the Nelsonville Music Festival, virtual music festival, which is awesome. I'm I'm looking forward to checking that out with co-headlining Tank and Tank and the Bangas, which is like. This weird like Topanga from Topanga from Boy from Meets World. World is, is co-headline, but they so maybe I'll throw some some of them on too at yeah. some point. Um, but yeah, they so can't buy and buy. It's like just basically about a song about like thinking about the good old days, and I feel like that really kind of sits very well with like we were talking today about like man, remember back in the day when we used to just drive and we'd be like tweeting at each other from MMA events, yeah, and, from you know, across the, like hundreds of miles away, yeah, two states. And, and what's the quote from Andy? On the last episode of The Office that he says. Never. You, you. I wish you could remember the good old days when you're in the good old days, That's right? That's right. So, when you're living them. Yeah. So, By and By by Camp. Check that out on our, our playlist. Um, anything by Camp. They have some new music out, too. Um, but they're good if you like folk music. What's your song? My selection was by Sturgill Simpson. Yes. Now, I want to preface this. Sturgill Simpson has went through a complete evolution in music. Because he started as a pure, like, I don't want to say outlaw country. but Like, like a, a Hank Williams. Like a Hank, like yep. a true country musician. and uh, Hank Williams Jr., sorry. Let me go to my playlist here. Like, he probably had some rowdy friends that were coming over on Monday night. Yeah, so my selection was You Can Have, uh, you can have the Crown. Yes. And it's a, it's a song about 
that struggle, his hope for is off his first album, and his, it was self-made produced. He spent like twenty thousand dollars making it, then had to go on the road to try to make all that money back. Mm-hmm. But he talks about like his wife wanting to have kids, but he's so broke he can't pay attention. Yeah, you know, and like he's sitting on the couch waiting for ideas. Uh, and it's just about like starting up. You know, like we started this podcast, we had we're not known for this. Yep. So it's not like we had a huge demographic to pull from. But as we've grown and we've talked about like the steady climb in our analytics. Yeah. Like people have started to listen to us. I don't know why. <laughs> but we're just two normal dudes who like just you know, talking. We've drank a quarter of a bottle of bourbon right here. Yeah. I've drank most of it. <laughs> I gotta drive home. So yeah. I'm getting a little chatty now. I'm gonna enjoy the I'm gonna enjoy some more of that bourbon at, you know when the time is right. But I you know, I'm gonna yeah. So anyway, Sturdle Simpson is, you know, yeah. Richmond, can, Kentucky. Uh Versailles, yeah, just just on thing. the other side of Lexington. His dad was the Kentucky State Police Commissioner, which in essence was my boss uh for four years. Awesome. So um yeah, Pat Simpson is his, is his dad. And this song too is a like if you listen to new Sturgill Simpson, this is it's, like a throwback. Well, I listened to this, and I was like, I never heard this. Like, this is, I think, before I was allowed to listen to him. You weren't before, allowed to yeah, listen to Sturgill Simpson? I was, he wasn't on my radar at this time, let's just say that. And because it's not something that I'm, like, listening to Outlaw Country. Like, in, Me too, because yeah. my first exposure was, was Sturgill Simpson was through Joe Rogan. Yeah. Honestly. Didn't even know who Sturgill Simpson was, yeah. but I knew he was this. Honestly, it was because Wheeler Walker Jr. was <laughs> yeah. talking crap about him oh that's funny <laughs> you know i could see that uh, he how they have a clash if you listen to the uh to the first wheeler walker jr podcast with joe rogan wheeler walker jr says that sturgill simpson is a cia assassin <laughs> <laughs> and how it pissed sturgill off and he wouldn't talk to him for a while okay which come to find out if spoiler alert wheeler walker jr is not a real person he's a character yeah um but so I was like, I, and so I listened to, to Sturgill Simpson, who from Versailles, Kentucky, graduated high school there. Normal dude, but his music went from outlaw country to like Pink Floyd, The Wall. Yeah, like, and so my first when I first the first song I ever heard was a cover of Nirvana, and I was like, that's a little different. And then I listened <laughs> to Turtles All the Way Down. Yeah, which is like some ancient. They talk about what the world is, right? Yeah, it's a great song. And you're on like you're on a turtle. The earth is on a turtle. Yeah. Well, what's below that? Another turtle. Well, what's below that? That's the thing. It's turtles all the way down. Yeah. You know, and that <laughs> he talks about walking the lake of fire and, you know, with Buddha and Jesus and all that shit. But it's a f- contrast com- completely different from if you listen to that first album, which is country music. And he just released a brand new, or he's about to release a brand new like bluegrass album. So, and I will say, so listening to he, he and Tyler Childers now are like, he's like Tyler Childers mentor. Yeah. They went on the road together. I I was lucky the week before the shutdown, I got to see Tyler Childers and Sturgill Simpson, I think produced the new Tyler Mm -hmm. Childers album and seeing Sturgill's influence on Tyler Childers has taken him to the next level. Like, he is like on the cusp of being huge. Yeah. And, people, and just like I've never dude. had anybody listen to Tyler Childers and they're like, I don't really like that. Everyone's like, oh, I, my That's wife, awesome. who yeah. is like, I annoy her, I think, with how much like folk and Americana and yeah. like. What's her go to? Taylor Swift. Um, she's a pop. 
person. No, but she. she My wife is like a like, classic rock. She grew up yeah. listening to Fleetwood Mac and Led Zeppelin, yeah. and, and Angie's like, like she's into that stuff too. But if she has her if, druthers, yes, druthers. It will, the first thing she would play would be Taylor Swift. The second thing she's been into Dolly Parton off. a lot recently. Jolene, yeah, Jolene. That's a banger, dude. You know yeah. that's a banger. <laughs> and then um, the so the new and the the new Taylor Swift, which I actually kind of have been getting a little bit into. Um, I think my wife mentioned the new Taylor Swift. Um, I'm not sure. The Bonnie Vera song is is good, um, but maybe we'll have some Taylor Swift on the podcast or on the, on the playlist. We'll, we'll get Taylor Swift on, on the, the podcast. podcast. Yeah, I'm sure she's spoiler. Let's talk alert. about that Scooter Braun controversy <laughs> there, Taylor. We give us the inside details on yeah. that. So we maybe on the playlist. Yeah, on the playlist. You never know what's going to show up. Maybe some Britney Spears. Hit me, baby, one more time. That was from. My, how old were you? Like so, in '99, I was how like probably you? I was ten. In '99, you were ten. Yeah. So I was fourth or fifth grade. So that was when Total Request Live was. Yeah, that's where shit. you found your new music. Yeah, Cisco Thong Song. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, that was a little after that's that. That's after that, yeah. But you had like In Sync. Why are we talking about that? We just rambled here. I'm <laughs> TRL. drunk. We will have a TRL. We will have a TRL show where we talk about all the stuff we learned from TRL. Now you just have a hand podcast. Yeah, my my mic just fell off the. uh Boom. But yeah, so that is, I think, going to be a wrap on the show this what week. What episode think. is this? 16? 16. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming down. This, yeah. this is the, David's first trip here. I've made two trips during our podcast day, so there. Oh, he's looking for yeah. the bourbon. No, we got the... We got the gnat. Man, if y'all know some tricks on getting rid of gnats, we've done the apple cider, apple cider vinegar. Yeah. You mentioned honey. Yeah. I don't know. Just... You catch more... What do they say? You catch more flies with honey than you will with vinegar. I guess. The, the saying. Yeah, but that's talking about, that's a metaphor for being nice. Oh. I don't think it's actually a proven, <laughs> it's actually a thing. <laughs> a proven road or insect trap. But yeah, we, uh, check us out on social media, uh, our Instagram, Beers Beards Podcast. That's probably our, our most popular, uh, social media so far. Facebook, Beers and Beards Podcast. We're on Twitter as well, Beers Beards Pod. MMAMcKinney.com. You can check out all of the beers and bourbons that we've had. You can check out any. Um, I had I just released a uh, MMA article. Right, about Kamaworthy. Kamaworthy. John DeJesus, big shout out to him. Winning he won. last night at Bellator. Uh, and Dominic Mazzotta going to be back in the cage in a couple weeks as well. So Go to, what's the name of his, it's a girl's name. What's the name of his restaurant? Oh, um, you asked me too soon. Mm-hmm. But they, just look him up. Yeah. Dominic Mazzotta. I watched him make Their a pizza. Really good. I watched him make oh a pizza, God. and I was like, "Oh, dude!" Yeah, they so he and he'll be back in the cage a couple of weeks. I've got some. Uh, we're gonna do. I'm gonna do a uh, Oktoberfest show. I've been drinking all the Oktoberfest that I can get my hands on, and the one the winner is gonna be featured on the show. <laughs> How do you pick the winner? Just the best one that Listen, I like the, the best. Um, I probably owe you twenty dollars for this bourbon. Right yeah. Here. Um. So yeah, so we're doing Oktoberfest show. I'm gonna do. I'm, I have like an article. I'm gonna talk about Oktoberfest beers. Um, I got a couple other fun things coming out. So check that out. MMAMcKinney.com. Follow Gary on Instagram at gw underscore thomas. That's right. I just started. I posted two pictures in the last 24 hours. So yeah, it's getting. You're getting pretty popular. You're, Sycamore you bourbon. I'm not. No, I'm not. Trending. Sycamore distilling. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Raging Hop Josh Engel for for the uh, recommendation too. Yeah. Listen, you got me drunk. 
yeah for on this recommendation <laughs> normally you see how like i i do one of these yeah. during the show this is like my sixth one so you're yeah having a good night yeah nobody's home i'll be passed <laughs> out by the time they get here. all right thank you very much for joining us this week we'll be back next week with another episode of beers and beards love you all